I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Steve Feldman has a uh, couple things to update us on, and I told you about the big story today, these, quote, photojournalists who, it seems by all accounts, knew about October 7th. CNN was employing them, PBS, the AP. There are three, four, or five of them. They shared office space in the Hamas building. Can you imagine being in that for Let's see. Uh, let's see. Room 231. Uh, isn't that where Borowski Industries? No, that's the uh, Hamas office. Uh, don't go by there. Did they put a sign up? Uh, you know. Come on in. We'll be working on our rocket launching. All right. So um, that story is incredible. As I said, you're starting to see these viewings around the country. One in Hollywood on Wednesday night by Wonder Woman near the Museum of Tolerance resulting in a riot. And it's a montage. I think it's 43 minutes using... The words of Hamas, some of their leaders saying they're going to do it over and over and over again. Some of the footage that they took themselves and some that was up on social media. You put it all together. How can you deny that? Well, deniers are already out there. Oh, come on now. They're not. No one's going to believe. Well, maybe not fully at this point, but, you know, every little bit helps to soften up what we're facing here. Let's go to uh, Steve Feldman. He's got a couple things on the local scene, too. Executive Director of the Greater Philadelphia's Zionist Organization of America chapter. Uh, Steve is with us on Talk Radio 1210. Steve, welcome back in. Thanks for joining us. Don, thank you so much uh, for having me again. And, uh, and again, as I really feel obligated to say for the clarity and and truth and facts that you bring to your audience uh, every day. So, so thank, thank you. Thank you, Steve. So uh, this latest development, Steve, and even CNN has confirmed it. They brought out a president I've never seen of CNN saying, well, this was kind of unfortunate. <laughs> in, something unfortunate. Like the, in something like this, when they're the only source of information that's visual or actually going to be there, you have to heavily vet the people that you're involved with, if you're the AP, PBS, or CNN, you have to vet them every bit as much as vetting the story. And apparently, either they didn't care or they uh, didn't vet them, Steve. They shared office space in the Hamas building. Once, once got a grenade on the truck. The other reported yeah. Israeli soldier was on the truck when it was that uh, German national who was in Israel that was raped and killed her yeah. new body on the truck. 
Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu's Twitter, at least, um, there's talk they're going to treat them as terrorists, these alleged journalists, and I think they're right. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's it deeply upsetting to learn that. Uh, you know, I, I practiced journalism professionally for more than 20 years, and, you know, from time to time you would see the New York Times leak some national security uh, document that, that could endanger American lives, whether it's, you know, CIA people or sources or the country itself. And, and I would always say, you know, I'm an American first, a journalist second. Uh, and, and, and with these, with these journalists you're talking about, they're, they're not journalists, they're, they're terrorists first, okay? And journalists, so-called journalists, somewhere way down the line. It, it's completely reprehensible, and I don't know what kind of a sanction could be levied against CNN, AP, uh, and the others, but there needs to be, whether it's within the journalism profession or in society itself. They, they need, this is, this is, too low of an action. There needs to be a very high price to pay for it. Yes, without a doubt. And uh, these alleged journalists now, if that's true, they're going to be treated as terrorists. Uh, that's a start. Hopefully that bounces back uh, more on CNN and some of the others. I, I got to say, though, even even for what we know about CNN and the biases and everything else, Steve, on something this major and they must have alerted them, I would assume, hey, some, we have something here. It was quiet. It was a ceasefire. So there's no way they would have been in these remote areas. One is pictured on a truck with Hamas. Yeah, I, I would go as far as saying, Dom, that, that you know, these media outlets that were involved in this have committed a war crime. They, they've aided and abetted a war crime for sure. They've aided and abetted genocide. They're, they're a party to this, and I, I don't believe they can plead ignorance because, as you said, they they apparently didn't vet these people or didn't care what they found. If they tried to vet them, uh, I really think the the responsibility and the onus is is on these networks, and I think I think some heads have to roll. I think I think uh, some of the leadership of some of these media outlets. Um, Need, need to lose yeah. their positions over this. That, that's how serious this is. I, I would agree. I, I think it's unprecedented. I, I would say it's just like the, the massacre itself. Uh, I, I think this revelation of what these terrorists slash journalists did is, is unprecedented. I can't imagine. Yeah, I, I think the rational point of view, Steve, is this. In certain situations like Gaza and these others, in addition to what we now know with these individuals, it's almost impossible to be in there and to be objective. So if you are in there, it's because they recognize you as someone that is going to tilt mightily to their side on all these fictitious numbers, etc. Otherwise, you would be killed or held hostage. Yeah, if it was somebody else, they would be fearful that person might expose their plans yes. and expose what they're doing, right. and they would never obviously uh, let somebody, you know, live to see what they were doing. So, yeah, there has to be somebody who's who's a collaborator, uh, and, and it has to be widely known that, that, you know, the terrorists knew who the other the terrorists with the cameras were, and the terrorists with the cameras knew who the terrorists with the rocket launchers and the machetes and the guns were. And uh, I think they, they knew each other, know each other, and I think there's more to this that meets the eye. Um, you know, we, we've seen so many times there'd be a staged incident. You know, we call it Pallywood, where, where the Palestinian Arabs will stage some sort of an incident. They'll, they'll try to intimidate a soldier 
uh, and there'll be all these people with, with cameras and video cameras waiting to capture, or they'll all be at an intersection where where they're stoning, you know, cars driven by Israelis, ready to ready to get on video or film an Israeli defending himself or herself. So uh, this is no surprise. It's been known. It's reprehensible. And, and with one or two exceptions, the media has been horrible in general covering the Middle East. It's just been absolutely biased against Israel and biased against the facts and biased against history. So uh, this is really not, right. not a new occurrence. It's just that now they've really been caught red-handed. We'll, uh, we'll talk some local stuff with Steve Feldman, uh, Executive Director of Greater Philadelphia Zionist Organization of America. Steve, though? Several listeners asking me, and I haven't um, talked about it yet fully, why Israel would be agreeing to these four-hour humanitarian pauses. So just as I'm not going to question them when they move in and do what they have to do, I would not take a questioning that uh, they're under such duress that they did this as much as they're balancing winning the propaganda war with winning the military action on the ground. How do you see it? Uh, you know, I'm not going to pretend to be Prime Minister Netanyahu or, or, or the chief of staff of the IDF either. So, um, and there's no way that Israel's going to win the propaganda war, the so-called propaganda war, the information war, because the deck is stacked too high. Um, but whatever reason the Israeli government has decided to do this, they... I trust them to be doing what is best, given all of the pressures and constraints placed upon them. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't second guess for a second. Um, I'm not going to armchair it. I, I just think it's ridiculous. I mean, we're not talking about, you know, an Eagles game where you know the coach should have done this or the coach should have done that. You know, this is not. This is not something to to armchair quarterback, as it were. Now, Steve, um, some. Uh some local um, aspects to what's been going on since October 7th. You told me something yesterday or the day before that I didn't see out there about the Huntington Valley area and either the day or after or around the massacres on October 7th, uh, a couple of days after, uh, you had these kids coming to school. So what have you been able to find, Steve? So, so there was a, a school board meeting shortly after, I think it was a regular school board meeting, and a number of parents uh, spoke during the, the public session, and they were talking about uh, the fact that Jewish kids were being persecuted by, uh, I guess, Arab kids who, who came in the Monday after the massacre wearing, wearing T-shirts uh, with Free Palestine and PLO flags on it and really uh, upsetting the Jewish students and, and possibly not even only the Jewish students. Look, uh, the Jewish community, by and large, it is a community that is interested in, in living in peace and harmony and, and getting along um, and, and not being aggressive, despite all the anti-Israel, anti-Jewish propaganda to the contrary. Uh, we don't teach our kids to be aggressive and to intimidate other people. We, we kind of want to live and let live. But, but not everybody practices that same philosophy uh and there are people who who i guess raise their kids to be aggressive uh etc and and apparently that we saw an example of that in in the schools in huntington valley according to the parents yeah absolutely so um steve uh, we've been mentioning several times today these viewings now starting around the country i think the one in hollywood 
with Wonder Woman uh, was 43 minutes. And about a halfway through, even though it's near the Museum of Tolerance, a riot broke out of people that just believe they're going to shut down this film, which is actual footage. Uh, and, and you're in the camp. Uh, Stu Bykovsky is a friend, too. He's in the camp of let's show this. Let's get it out there. You're in the camp, though, I, I think, of saying what's the mass vehicle to show this? Uh, people will either distort it uh, on social media. You pretty much can't do it in any legitimate manner. Well, first of all, there is such a screening today in Philadelphia. It so happens today happens to be the 85th anniversary of Kristallnacht, which is when Germans and Austrians rampaged through through the streets, burning down synagogues, uh, attacking Jewish-owned businesses, attacking Jews, killing Jews. So today, today is the 85th anniversary of that, and I think your audience should know that that, that these events are happening, and there's there's a whole anti-Jewish event happening throughout the country today called Shut It Down. Uh, you know, I, I don't like to use the term pro-Palestinian because it's really not. It's really anti-Jewish. But there's this whole wave of activities uh, happening throughout America today, anti-Jewish, on the anniversary of Kristallnacht. With regard to, to these screenings, and, uh, you, you know, we live in an age with uh, the video equivalent of Photoshop and deepfake and uh, my my. You know, I'm of two minds. I'm of the mind that everybody should see this because only to see it can you imagine. And I've I've seen some uh, of what's out there, and I'm going to see more. Uh, so I think to see it uh, has a, a different kind of impact than reading about it or hearing about mm-hmm. it. And even seeing it is not the same as you know, on film is not the same as seeing it in person. Um, so I, I think people do need to see it, especially elected officials, journalists, uh, decent people. When you put it out there, you run the, run the risk of it being manipulated uh, and used to, to taunt Jews and victims. Not, not all the victims of October 7th were Jewish. It, it's, it's important to say that this was, a, this was a rampage, a genocidal rampage directed mostly at Jews, but there are a lot of other people who were, who were killed. Uh, but but I think that there are there are enough maniacal people, hateful people that would that would use some of this. And, and there's plenty of it already out there. You know, Ben Shapiro has shown some of it, and others have linked it, so it's out there. But um, but you know, uh, this is the kind of thing that probably should be shown on college campuses for for students who are now taunting Jews. Uh, and saying, you know, it's chanting from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. I think some of the students need to be brought in to see this, to see what they're championing, the people who did this, the cause behind the people who did this. I think it's important for American students or European students who are who are out in mass attacking Jews, attacking Israel, attacking Zionism, which which is merely the Jewish people's self-determination movement. It's a, it's a liberation movement that people have... Uh, twisted into into some uh, you know racial animus. Jews Jews are obviously of multi multi races. Jews are not all white. Uh, so to, to to claim that Zionism is racism is just so outrageously false. But nevertheless, they do. But but I think it does need to be seen widely. Exactly. I don't know that I would put it on on you know social media, YouTube, okay. something like that. But I, but I think it does need to be seen. Okay. Well, Steve, thank you. Thanks, as always, for bringing us. Let me, give out, let me just give it, if you don't mind, uh, our sure. contact information. Oh, yeah, yeah. Our local I, I was website. just going to say, I was going to do that, of course. Um, just Thank wanted you. to say so the, 
the local aspect of what you're able to bring us in addition to everything else is much needed. Where do we uh, find everything about Zionist uh, Organization of America here locally? Thank you. Thank you. So locally, our website is philly, P-H-I-L-L-Y, dot Z-O-A dot org. Uh, we've got a lot of information there. Our national website also does. The website is Z-O-A dot org. If somebody wants to reach out to us locally, our email address is the word office at zoaphilly.org, office at zoaphilly.org, and our phone number is 610-660-9466. I cannot ever thank you enough, and our community cannot ever thank you enough for the honesty and integrity and the information that you bring to your audience uh, and beyond three hours a day. So thank you. God bless you and and Dan and, and station management and uh, keep keep on going, and I, and I thank you. Thank you, Steve. Mutual. Thank you. Uh, Steve Feldman, Executive Director of the Greater Philadelphia Chapter of the Zionist Organization of America. All right, 855-839-1210. That is the lead story of the day, even for CNN, PBS, uh, Associated Press. Not vetting these guys or vetting them and not caring how deeply embedded and in connection they were with Hamas. There was nothing going on. It was a ceasefire. How would they know on an early Saturday with nothing going on to be there as they blew up the fence, etc.? One guy with a grenade pictured with it. So, you know, the tarnishing of the CNNs of the world just continues. All right, uh, coming up, Hakeem Jeffries was on one of the national shows. He's the chief Democrat from New York in the House, and he was asked this question that uh, was a lot of stuff going on last night and certainly Tuesday night with the election results about abortion. Just a simple question. They weren't even pressing him about, well, where, Representative Jeffries, essentially, does it trouble you? We're getting into difficult territory about the age of the baby before you would say, yeah, you know, we get past that. Has to be life of the mother, something like that, rather than you can just abort. We'll play you his response to this. J.D. Vance, the senator from uh, Ohio, on Twitter laid out what happened on Tuesday night. Here's what you need to know, though, the big uh, part of this. What they're going to do in key swing states, at least three or four of them, I don't see them going to be able to do it in Pennsylvania. They're going to try to get a referendum on the ballot in each state. Now, they may or may not. You just don't get a referendum up there just because you want to. And the referendum will deal with some aspect of abortion. In Ohio, it was to make abortion rights into the Constitution. Why are they doing that? Well, they feel they'll pass it, maybe. But even if they don't. I believe that referenda drive people to come out. It energizes. So I thought, are Republicans, Dan, asleep at the switch? Why don't they battle to get referenda up on the ballot also? And I thought I'd ask, what should that be? I haven't sketched out the specific, but something along the lines of crime would be one. Or something along the lines of... Um, all the restrictions that were placed on us during COVID 
not being allowed to be triggered unless something was met. Something in those areas. I'm surprised to hear that economy wasn't the first one. Why not? Well, I don't know what you're going to put up on the economy at the state level, though, that would be a referendum. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, about what they could buy or not buy, something like that. If Well, my my broader point is this. They're smart. They see blood in the water. They're going to put those referenda up. Even if they don't get passed, if they just get them on the ballot, it drives people to come out and vote. You know that. I mean, there's a direct thing that you're voting on right there. It's powerful. I mean, sometimes I think it's superseding what our representatives should be doing. That's where it should lie. But I get it. What should the counter be? Should Republicans put something up, say over in Jersey? particularly in Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, Nevada. I don't care what it is, but if it drives out the voters that we want, they have a stake in it. Now, you could say, well, come on, if it's Trump-Biden, you mean to say people are not going to turn out and vote? I don't know what the percentage was the last time, but I bet it's only about 60% if it's that. What about the other 30 40%? Don't we want them? Can you imagine an election where we had 90% of people voting? I don't know what it would take. With Trump in there, that ought to be enough alone. 855-839-1210. And coming up, the second gentleman, Emhoff, Kamala Harris's husband, said something post their big win. They're celebrating it that I'm going to give you, and it's what we have to deal with in 2024, what they're banking on. It's just really... Two words. That's all they they have nothing else, but I'll give you what though you can probably figure one of them. He didn't say the A word. He said something else. What are those two? Straight ahead. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Time to your Dan show. I'm looking at some good ones on Twitter. Really good. Uh, this coming off this... Uh, just funny stuff with Jeff Andrew and these uh, edu- academicians and kids asking him about American exceptionalism. Is that a real word? Uh, d- yes. During uh, testimony. So uh, hit us with that. Something great about America. It could be as any way that you want to take it. Maybe even a person that personifies it. Okay? Wow, it is a real word. It is. Today of I course. Learned. I don't Thank make you, them Dom. up yeah. unless I'm having fun. We, we got to go back. Uh, remember we used to do the side question of... Uh, you give someone a hard word to spell, and they have to spell it back for you. Right. Maybe we do something like that again, because that's that's one of those words <laughs> that it, it took me a while to figure that one out how to spell it. Uh, Academician. Yes, all those Balakinwids, all those Schuylkill Expressways—they're hard. 
All right, so the second gentleman celebrating with Kamala Harris, and this leaked out, a couple Axios had it. He said, we're going to win in 2024. Two words, Dobbs and democracy. Notice he didn't say abortion. He said Dobbs, meaning the Dobbs decision from the Supreme Court. I'll see if anybody calls in, Dan. I have the thinking there are people out there now, not me, that are saying, yeah, why did the Supreme Court have to do that? Do you remember the data that came down? I was down the shore texting with you and all that, and people said to me, oh, you should be on. You Come on, just get to it. How could you not celebrate that day? And we were because the decision is correct. It goes back to the states. But look at the box it's put Republicans in. So the second gentleman, Dobbs and democracy. That means the abortion issue they're going to run on and we won't have a democracy. Now, this guy's worth hundreds of millions of dollars, allegedly. But somebody should tell him, buddy, there's not a democracy to lose. We're not a democracy. We're a constitutional republic. Dobbs and democracy. Remember when Obama uh, and Biden ran the second time, I think it was. It was uh, Osama's dead and GM's alive. That was the bumper sticker. Okay. Uh, I mean, now with Biden, the Republicans, we can't afford bumper stickers. Biden's inflation has put them out of our reach. But Dobbs and democracy. They're pretty simple. That's that's exactly what they're going to do. And on the economy, they're just going to get in your face and they're going to tell you everything is fine. Uh, we play that uh, that congresswoman uh, who, when asked about it, African-American congresswoman asked about it. This is cut one. No, it's not cut one. It's um, I don't think it's on the list, but I will have it for you. It's okay. ja- Jasmine Crockett, right? Yeah, Jasmine Crockett. Yeah, this was you. on the Sunday show. Listen to the boldness. I think she's not one of their better bold people because this is this is stupidity, not boldness. Listen when asked about the Biden economy, meaning inflation. What this congresswoman from Texas said, the reason why people are not feeling good about it. Here's the deal. Perception is reality. And so when you look at the data that was provided in this poll, it talks about how people feel. And when people decide whether they're going to the poll or whether they're not going to to the poll, it's all about how you feel in that moment. And so while the facts may not align with their feelings, their feelings are dictating their reality. Their reality is that they said that they feel better or they felt better when Trump was in office. But we've been trying to push back. We've got some very popular African-American artists that are out here saying things like, oh, I got checks when Trump was in office. I want those checks again, not understanding that that really came from Congress. Mm. So we've got a couple of things. Wait a minute. It didn't come from Congress. It came from me, lady. As it relates to civics in this country and people not understanding exactly how any of this works. Wow. Can you imagine? She's saying civics, Dan. By that, she means three branches of government. Those checks came from Congress, not from Trump. Wait a minute. They didn't come from you. You took it from us. It's our checks that we're sending these rappers that they want more of. And how demeaning. Oh, my God. And rappers. Right away, she thinks, well, uh, no one's going to say I'm racial here. So I know it's maddening. That's what they're going to do. They're just going to keep talking and pushing back on the economy. Now, Akeem, mm-hmm. Akeem Jeffries, who's the chief Democrat, minority leader, will be the speaker. Oh, my God. If they ever get back in that position, he's asked today, post all the election stuff, 
about, all right, and I don't think they were trying to trap him. You know, you hear these Republicans all the time. You Democrats won't say when life begins, essentially, that you shouldn't be aborting. Listen to his response. I to think, uh, Leader Jeffries, that there's some... There's some difference that the American public sees in a ban versus a 15 week what they call limit, or at least that's what Virginia Governor Youngkin calls it. And they despite the results of last night, they keep hammering down on this notion that the public sees a difference between giving a woman reproductive freedom for an entire pregnancy and just part of the pregnancy. What is your response to that specific strategy? Well, abortion care should be a choice between a woman and her doctor, period, full stop. Not these extreme politicians who are trying to jam their ideology uh, into this incredibly important, sensitive health care decision that a woman should be able to make. That's what freedom in America is all about. And the American people, as was evidenced in Kentucky and Ohio and certainly in Virginia, are not fooled. All right, let, let's stop it there. Effort. Now, that's the dope. And she is a dope, too. Seems like a nice woman, Dan. That's the blonde newsreader that they let read some report, a poll setter on The View, asking him that question. And notice she's saying these Republicans still don't get it, even after last night. They're trying to make a difference between uh, getting an abortion uh, late term in the pregnancy versus sometime uh, banning it. My God, you can't be that big of a dope, right? Does she really believe that Upwards of 75 to 80 percent of Americans do see a big difference at a certain point. Of course they do. And I'm not going to litigate what that point is. And all Republicans are going to have to find that, talk about it more. But you heard what Jeffrey said. They're not going to give up anything on that. But Republicans are not going to easily break through to have that debate. They keep on saying, well, let's have that debate. They're the ones that are radical. I hear you. Now, maybe Newt Gingrich has the, just the ability. He thinks that way, and he, he's shown how to do this. Maybe he could teach some of these guys. But that's what you need to break through to get to that point. And Jeffries was willing to give it up and saying, essentially, there is no time limit. What do you mean time limit? You're making decisions for a woman? But we're nowhere near that. They, they haven't been able to get to that point to talk about it. They've been effective in this. So they're going to run on Dobbs and democracy, meaning if Trump is a nominee, you won't have a democracy after he's president again. All right, 855-839-1210. Republicans are not addressing this. This is a Manhattan pro. I can't put it in any other way. They, I think in their heart, they keep on kidding themselves, saying, well, look, we got them on everything else. People are really seeing Biden is completely unable to be president. They don't like their own personal fortunes, how Biden has wrecked that. And they know it and they're connecting him to it. Trump is prospering with minorities, particularly men. There's nothing here that they have that overwhelmed the border when it comes up. But Guy Shiraki was uh, brilliant yesterday talking about this in the suburbs. They want abortion. They're throwing everything else aside. So Republicans, my advice to them is this is the Manhattan Project, meaning you got to take to the mattresses. You have to have your best people. They have to argue 
They have to debate. They have to go back and forth. You can't wish it. Yeah, but I don't want to talk about it. Why do we have to do that? Okay, what's going to happen is then Dobbs and democracy. Does it still have that cachet heading into 24? Probably not as much. I got to admit, Dan, it had more cachet on Tuesday night than I thought it would. I thought it would dissipate a little bit. But that's not what the numbers tell me. They don't tell me that at all. It's still right there. You got to face it. You got to face reality if you want to win. You're going to come out in droves. It's, yeah, it's, it's how it's going to be. It's, yeah. I, I talk to so many young women out there that right. are just going to be driven out to the polls. And they're not vocal about it. I, I mean, for example, my wife, Maisie, yeah. uh, she, she's not a vocal politics. She's a conservative individual. Her dad's conservative. Mm. She was raised uh, mm. uh, with a lot of land, riding horses. You know, she's, she's a conservative by heart. But she can't vote Republican right now because she feels genuinely disrespected that uh, she's been tossed aside by the party. Uh, and there are a lot of young women that feel that way. And they're they're not speaking up, but they're going to be driven to the polls silently to vote against Republicans. And, and we need to figure this out. Well, and I think Trump, in his own mangled way, for him, has come up with a strategy. I still think that could be improved on. But the others... Uh, Christie today had a face-off with Mika Brzezinski, and I thought he didn't have the heart, though. He really doesn't, you know. He really is a fraud. I thought he was going to flatten her, and it was, uh, she called him a liar and said in Jersey, you can't get a late-term abortion or all the rest. You can. They don't care. They don't care. If, if they could, they would get away with infanticide. They can't legally do that. And Christie just didn't really push back. That's, that's what he does. Tag me in and you can show the pushback of what would happen. All right, 855-839-1210. You get on board. Don't forget the side question today. Jeff Andrew gave it to us, essentially. Dan, listening to him, here's a little bit again. If you miss this, it's golden stuff from Andrew. This is testimony before the House. He has some conservative kids who have been getting harassed Sorry. from college campuses. In your ear, I said I have the audio. I have yeah. both of Andrew. <laughs> right. And I have the Mika Christie audio. Oh, so. let's hear the Mika Christie. You want to hear the Mika yeah, Christie? Yeah, let's hear the Mika Christie. It's abortion. You and I disagree on this issue. But the one thing you keep saying is you keep talking about abortion in the ninth month, which is allowed in your state. And last time I asked you to, like, bring me the case where a woman walked into a doctor's office in the ninth month and said, I've decided to don't want to have a baby. Please take this out. It doesn't happen. Less than 1% of abortions well, are performed after 21 weeks. Yeah. And if there is a situation like that, it's because there is a massive emergency. So I just think, of all the candidates, you've been the most honest about Trump and election integrity. But in this one respect, I have to call you out because you're not being honest on the issue. We can debate abortion, but there isn't no, abortion in the ninth month. Mika, you're the one who's not being honest. I did not mm. say there was abortion in the ninth month. What I said was that the law in New Jersey and New York and Illinois and California permits it. And you right. can't deny that and that's the truth because it is. And so and so look, it doesn't you know, happen, don't call Chris. somebody a liar. Don't call. I'm don't not call calling some, you a no, liar. No. It's and not I, honest. I, by the way. Nor, no, 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 Mika, nor did I say that the discussion about the issue. Well, well, let's have an, well, let's have an honest discussion about the issue. But it doesn't happen. Why don't you answer there my are, question? Why don't you answer my question? Yeah. Does the law permit it? 
in those states. Well, that's all I said. So I don't understand what your problem is with that. In the end, if that's what the law permits, that's what the people who passed those laws said is okay, is legally because, permissible. Chris, that's you're the point painting I'm making. a picture about the issue of abortion no, that no. is not honest. And this is a health issue for no, no, women. No, no. And there you're, are women you're who painting, are in extreme no. situations who need health care and they should get it. We can debate that. You're painting, but there are not women in the state of New Jersey trouncing into doctor's offices asking for abortions in the ninth month. It doesn't and, happen. All righty. So um, you know, who would you convene? Who would you put in there to do this? Uh, there's several people I can think of, but that's what Republicans have to do. I think Trump is handling it reasonably well. His gut instinct is better than these other people. And he says what DeSantis and others have come up with six weeks and all. Ridiculous. And it is ridiculous. All right, 855-839-1210. You can get him right now. Hit us on that side question uh, from Jeff Van Drew. Uh, would love to see what you think is great about America. Van Drew just knocked it out of the park. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Time to your Dano show. Welcome in. 855-839-1210. We'll get you on board. All right. Tom is in Cinnamonson on Talk Radio 1210. Hello, Tom. Welcome in. Hey, Dom. How are you? You know, before I get to the abortion thing, if you allow me, on this American exceptionalism, and, and believe me, I can't stand Obama, but uh, and we come from two different views on American exceptionalism. But you cannot have deficits like we do and debt and open borders and crime and drugs. You can't be saying a guy at the University of Pennsylvania in a women's uh, swimsuit with giant genitalia in the crotch is a woman. Not only is he a woman, he's advancing women's rights. So I'm, I'm naming all these things. And basically what I'm saying is we're no longer exceptional because that's not being said by fringes of people in America. That said, what I just went over is in conference rooms, boardrooms, Congress, at the biggest companies at this country. That's that you cannot I still do think in those terms, because I would argue even with all that baggage, and it's a lot, we still excel. This is still the land of opportunity. This is still the freest place to express yourself, and it's blessed by God. So all these uh, petty distortions, even though they seem to be overwhelming now, they're dwarfed by that central principle. I think a, a fair follow-up question to that uh, is, Tom, I mean, which yeah. which country would you rather live in? Well, 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 listen, I haven't been all over the world, and I hate that stupid question because I know people from all over the world, and some are very happy. But here's the thing, Tom. What you remind me of is a guy that talks about a high school football team, how great they are. The 1984 team was 11-0 and won the state championship. You're talking about a team that's winning three games every year, and they're getting worse. And eventually, 
as it keeps getting worse, it becomes ridiculous how exceptional you are. So I say get rid of the exceptional and start working on the problem because I know a lot of people, and that's what you're doing, you're living on the laurels of a country that has completely changed. Thank you very much. All right, my uh, response uh, to Tom is uh, that is uh, ridiculous. It's almost impossible to destroy America, and I see it in the people, the people that I interact with. I see the drive. I see the energy. Even in a place like Philadelphia, even though progressives are riding high and have screwed it up and done all that, but certainly in America, you almost can't do that because there's still too many people. Uh, I'm in a camp. I'll put it to you bluntly. As divisive as it is, I don't care. There's still more of us than there are of them. There's still more Americans who are not going to roll over, who have not rolled over, who are going to fight for that vision of the country they carry in their hearts that I believe is accurate. So here's the bottom line. No one knows who's right in that last exchange, Tom or me. No one. I mean, there's no metric. There's no measuring stick that could definitively, objectively say which one of us is right. So when that's the case, isn't it better to carry on rather than to let down the people who suffered, died, and created this country and continue that belief and defy those who are waiting, be it the squad or others, from the left or from the far right, to tell us that country no longer exists. It exists. You carry it in your heart. The signs are there. Every day, don't believe anybody. Don't feel you're alone. That's one of the bases of talk radio. You're not alone. Uh, and to what he said, I, I, unless you believe that in American exceptionalism, you don't believe that we are the driving force of Western culture. Hmm. And, and without being the driving force of Western culture, we can't usher in the change. And that's why I asked. You said it was a stupid question. But I asked, where else would you live? Yes. Because uh, what's going on in America is happening all over the world right now. And it's, it's because America is that driving force in Western culture. So unless you accept that American is exceptional and accept that we here in our country can make that change, I guess I kind of agree with him to a degree. But it's because American, America is exceptional that we do drive Western culture. So you have to embrace the fact that America is indeed ex- exceptional. All right, 855-839-1210. Look, we took his call, heard him out. I gave you my response. Bottom line to me is you're, you're, he's right about one thing. You're not going to change that I'm always going to charge for it. There's nothing that's, I don't care what you do. It's never surrender. It's never give up, be it in sport or be it in perception of this. And that doesn't mean I don't acknowledge the uh, villainy of progressives and their worldview. Okay, I mean, look at what Larry Krasner, I haven't given up one iota. I realize how difficult it is. I say it myself. It's, it, doesn't, it shouldn't phase you. That's life. That's what you're called to do. Patriotism takes a lot of different forms. Sometimes it's people that fought on a battlefield. Other times it's fighting against this malaise caused by progressivism. 855-839-1210, you get in. Hey, get ready to start the NFL week off right, because right now all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay for Thursday night football. Just place a three-leg same-game parlay in this week's game between the Panthers and Bears. You'll get bonus bets back even if you don't win. FanDuel is all your favorite bets. Same-game parlays give you a chance for a better payout. 
With live betting, you get updated odds on games that have already started, yet your winnings paid fast. NFL same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. Build your own or choose from one of the popular same-game parlays pre-built for you. Visit FanDuel.com slash Dom, D-O-M, so you don't miss out on your chance to get a no-sweat same-game parlay on America's number one sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 1210 WPHT. FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Yet to be 21-plus present in Pennsylvania refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund, $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms, sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. One quick note. I just thought, thank you, Tom, because tonight I'm the MC, but I get to speak a little bit at about 150 people that stopped Big Win. And I'm going to tell them they revive the hope every day that we didn't let them win and we're not going to let them win. And they are an element of destruction. Just a case in point there, Tom, to consider. They're running a strange program, y'all. It's Dan time. I can handle things. I'm smart. I'm like everybody's sick. With Tom. That's right. It's that time of the afternoon. Producer Dan takes over the Dom Giordano program for some Dan time with Dom. And Dom thought I'd focus on some futurology today, uh, some robot stories and all, because I know you love them so much. Uh, first off, I want to go to South Korea, Dom, to a food handling factory where there's a robot inspector. Uh, uh, the, the, the workers have been replacing this factory by robots, so now they have robot inspectors come in and check out the robots. And uh, I don't know if the robot was angry or what, but crushed to death. Uh, the robot uh, went awry and uh, killed this, uh, this uh, inspector. A very sad situation, but... Even sadder, Dom, is uh, that there's these new self-driving taxi cabs out in San Francisco. Have you heard of these? Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, a a robo-taxi dragged a pedestrian recently, and, and the company tells that uh, it, 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 it misrecognized the individual. It continued to drive. It, it didn't try to pull over. A woman was pinned under the chassis, and the vehicle software mischaracterized the robo-taxi when it initially struck the woman, leading it to make a wrong decision. It's a GM-owned autonomous vehicle company. You might be right. I, I, I often say that I think the inevitable future is these kind of self-driving cars picking up people, but the technology's clearly not there yet, right? Well, also, American, Dan, something we associate with America, great road, well, roads, and the ability to drive. The car, they're trying to take the car. That's our American DNA. You know how I feel about that. Me on public transit? No, I don't think so. Uh, one person we're trying to get on the show is Representative Thomas Massey. Yes. Uh, we'll talk proposed... about that next. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll hang on to that. Uh, but yeah, just uh, some crazy stuff going on with proposals to cars. But also in futurology, Dom, is uh, advancements in the technology of lab-grown meat. Uh, now a uh, Benet meat technology got approval in the EU to grow lab-grown meat and pet food. Uh, but, Dom, if it ever came to your table, a steak that was grown in the lab with cells from a real animal, uh, would you dig in? <laughs> it's preposterous. Really? Well, like, you're I, forgetting I, the vegetarian aspect of no, it. No, I know, but that's what I, I, I know. Yeah. That's why I'm asking, because this isn't, like, is it morality-based, the, the, the reasons for you yeah, not eating? Yeah, it's uh, just my own personal health yeah. and energy, yes. So let's say they make a healthy version of uh, real lab-grown meat. Stop it. Well, they have impossible meat, Dom. Do they? Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. called impossible now, meat. Now, they start on the fish. Uh, that might be a problem. I, you know, I worry about that. Yeah, but that's all I got for Dan time today, Dom.
All right, Dan just referenced to Thomas Massey, the libertarian conservative from Kentucky. Dan, I'm glad you segued to that. We're going to talk about it next. Trying to get him on because he's trying to stop cars in 2026. From 2026 on, new cars, they will have some kind of way of disabling the vehicle if they think you're driving incorrectly. Oh, man. Now, they don't know where they're going to disable them. Could you be in the middle of the Schuylkill Expressway? I mean, how many Philadelphia drivers are going to be disabled? Or for that matter, really, the Jersey drivers. They're really going to be disabled. So I'll give you uh, details on that. Tom's call. Again, a lot of response on Twitter, emails, social media. I'm glad he did it. We're fine to challenge. Great call from Tom. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the idea of seeing it that it's over. How many times has America, I should have said this, how many times has America gone through cycles where it looked like pretty bad? I mean, this is not the only time that we've seen that. And instead, it rebounded. Why? Because the DNA of exceptionalism is there and will happen. And I believe in that. Doesn't mean it automatically happens just because I believe in it, but believing in it, it helps to make it happen. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.